0: Good afternoon, this is Bill Young, and welcome to Prayer and Lunch Podcast. Today we're continuing on with our, our little book called 33 Days to Morning Glory, a do-it-yourself retreat in preparation for a Marian consecration. Anybody would like more information about this little booklet, they're welcome to get a, uh, a free copy. Call Anna at 305-205-2907. And today is going to be a a very important day. It's day 15. And we start a new week, the third week. And it's going to be the Blessed Mother Teresa. And I have a a very appropriate topic in prayer today. Today's prayer is, pray for the grace to do works of mercy towards our neighbor. Now, I was talking to a a fellow co-worker, and I invited him this weekend, uh today and tomorrow we're working on the uh, Tuan Russell Foundation which helps kids after school programs teaches them and tutors them so tonight we're having uh, I guess a dinner and tomorrow would be the golf tournament and then on Sunday AARP is doing feeding packing meals and feeding 1 million souls and uh, so this gets to the question, I invited a, a, a fellow co-worker, he's, he's about my age, or maybe a little bit older, and he was a teacher for over 40 years, and now he's retired. So I invited him to, to, to these uh, different events, and he thanked me, but he said, I only do events that I get paid for. And I was kind of, you know, taken back by that, so I really didn't say anything. And uh, I was thinking about that today. Someone only does events that they get paid for. Hmm. So, let me get this straight. When, that maybe that person, not to be judgmental, but I could see God saying uh, at the heavenly gates, well, you got paid for everything that you did in your life. What did you do for the least of mine? How did you help them? You already got your reward. You were paid on earth. and This is a very important part of the the question. The equation. Because I know even family members. Why do you do all this volunteering? You don't get paid for it. Well one... Personally, I like to do it just to help other people. And something too, if you really like to do something, you don't care if you get paid or not because you like to do it. And Brie, I guess, you know, you're hoping uh, uh, before this consecration to Mary that yes, it accounts uh, uh, as, I don't want to say rewards, but it's part of, it's credited to your account. (laughs) Let's put it that way. Or debit, it depends how your, your accounting major is. So, I want to tell this to people now, who may not be aware of this or not religious, but the Mary consecration, we give this everything to Mary, so all my credits or debits, I'm not sure what side of the aisle it run, runs on, will be going to Mary, and I put my full faith in Mary through Jesus. But, these other individuals... They don't know that so hopefully they will get some kind of credit so let's pray for these individuals who believe and they're good people you know they had raised a family had a good uh, you know good children and take care of the children and talk to the children I'm sure, I'm sure that's important to the Lord but but then God could say may say that even pagans do that so I would be kind of worried if all I did in my life, I got paid for. I'd rather be on the side of being too much volunteering. If it's, that's a, if that's an impossibility, I don't think so. But if you ask uh, my, my spouse, she may say that. <laughs> but I don't. So let's pray for these people. And to be honest with you, I feel like I don't do enough. (laughs) I, I wish I could be doing every minute, every day, every second, my whole life dedicated. And this time, not even getting credit. Because I'm consecrating myself to Mary. So I'm giving all my credits away to her. Because I have full faith in her. That she will take care of her little ones. So let's do this prayer for the graces to do work of mercy towards our neighbors. So not only are we going to be praying for our neighbors who need the help, but those who need to give the help is extremely important. And here's the prayer. Oh, most holy trinity, as many times as I breathe, as many times as my heart beats, as many times as my blood pulsates through my body. So many thousands of times do I want to glorify your mercy. I want to be completely transformed into your mercy and to be your living reflection. O Lord, may the greatest of all divine attributes that your unfathomable mercy pass through my heart and soul to my neighbor. Help me O Lord, that my eyes be, be merciful so that I may never suspect or judge from appearances, But look for what it is beautiful in my neighbor's soul. Come to their rescue. Help me my ears may be merciful so that I may give heed to my neighbors' needs not to be indifferent to their pains and mournings. Help me, O Lord, that my tongue may be merciful so that I should never speak negatively of my neighbor, but to have a word of comfort and forgiveness for all. Help me, O Lord, that my hands may be merciful filled with good deeds, so that I may do only good to my neighbors and take upon myself the most difficult and toilsome tasks. Help me that my feet may be merciful, so that I may hurry to assist my neighbor, overcoming my own fatigue and weaknesses. My true rest is in service of my neighbor. Help me, O Lord, that my heart may be merciful, so that I myself may feel all the sufferings of my neighbor. I will refuse my heart to, to no one. I will be sincere even with those I know will abuse my kindness. And I will look upon myself in your most merciful heart of Jesus. I will bear my own suffering in silence. May your mercy, O oh Lord, rest upon me. You yourself commanded me to excuse the degrees of mercy. First to act of mercy, whatever kind. Second, the word of mercy. If I cannot carry out a work of mercy, I will assist by my words. Third, prayer. If I cannot show mercy by deeds or words, I can always do a prayer. My prayer reaches out even there where I cannot reach out physically oh my Jesus transform me into yourself for you can do all things amen to that and God bless you all and today we're going to be very exciting starting the third week and it's the 15th day in thirty three days of morning glory at do it yourself retreat in preparation for the Marian Consecration. And this week starts one of my favorite new saints coming in September, the Blessed Mother Teresa. And it states here This week we will focus on the example and works of the of the third greatest teacher of the Marian consecration. Blessed Mother Teresa of Calcutta. She is noteworthy for the way she puts the Marian consecration into context. In other words, while De and Kobes give us the main details of the Marian consecration, Mother Teresa helps us to see is more written in the big picture of the most intimate relationship with Christ. Although we don't intimately begin reflection on her devotion to Mary. We will get to that soon enough. Day 15 Lover of the Heart of Jesus Who is Mother Teresa of Calcutta? She is easily understood. All we need to know are two words, I thirst. These words of the heart of Jesus, spoken from the agony on the cross, where Mother's whole concern, her everything, the same could be said of Our Lady. The deepest desires of the heart of both Mother Teresa and the Mother of God saturates the thirst of the heart of Jesus for love and for souls. In this sense, Mother Teresa's life is a revelation of the heart of Mary, presents one of the richest expressions of Marian consecration. We reflect on the details of this revelation An example during the many days that follow. First, let's ponder an overview of her life as a whole. Mother Teresa's home parish in her na- native Ma- Macedonia was bitterly called Sacred Heart because, as she said, from childhood the heart of Jesus has been my first love. This love may have begun when, at age five, she received the Eucharist, the heart of Jesus for the first time. On that occasion she experienced the Lord's own burning thirst for souls. Over the years that thirst grew and blossomed into the conversion at age 12 that God was calling her to be a missionary. When she was 18, she joined the Institute of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Lotto Sisters, and applied to go to the mission in India, where she was sent the next year. After a year of novice, Teresa was assigned to the Lato community in Calcutta and appointed to teach at St. Mary's in middle school for girls. The new sister would serve there for more than a decade and a half. Mother Teresa's years at St. Mary's were happy ones. She was joyful and generous and hard-working sister. In fact, she was so generous with the Lord that, with the permission of her spiritual director, she made an extraordinary vow to refuse Jesus nothing. Five years later, Jesus tested this vow in a big way. On September 10, 1946, while on a train to her yearly retreat, 36 year old sister experienced what she describes as a call within a call. The details of this call became clearer, and subsequently, the weeks and months through the flood of a mysterious experience included vision. At the heart of this call was the burning thirst of Jesus for and for souls, and the plea to Teresa to found the Missionaries of Charity, Religious Congregation. Regarding the latter, as if to remind her of the vow she had made, Jesus kept repeating to her, Will you thou refuse? Mother Teresa did not refuse the Lord, and after her retreat she spoke with her spiritual director and with his permission, contacted the bishop. When the bishop hesitated to approve her plans, she wrote to him, Don't delay your grace, don't put it off. Let us take away from the heart of Jesus his continual suffering. In the same letter she repeated the idea, Let us bring the joy of the heart of Jesus and remove his heart from those terrible sufferings. Eventually the bishop gave his approval, and Mother founded the missionary of charity, whose general purpose she described as following The Statutes of re- recur uh, the statutes removed from the heart of a terrible suffering. Eventually, the bishop gave her approval and mother founded the Missionary of Charities whose general purpose described as the Statue of thirst for Jesus on the cross for love and souls. From the beginning of the new congregation Mother Teresa began to experience such terrible darkness in her soul as if everything was dead. At times it seems unbearable she frequently found herself on the brink of despair. In 1961, she received a light in this darkness. After a conversation with a holy priest, she realized that painful longing was actually the sharing of thirst of Jesus. For the first time in this eleven years, I have come to love the darkness. For I believe now that that is part of the very, very small part of Jesus' darkness and pain on earth. Teresa experienced the darkness and the painful longing continued to the end of her life. She found the strength to preserve because, her spiritual director put it, she realized the darkness was actually a mysterious link that uttered her to the heart of Jesus. What about this? Do we yet realize the mysterious link between the darkness we sometimes experience in our lives and that of the Lord's suffering? Let us ponder on Mother Teresa's words on suffering that came from her own experience, so like her, become better lovers of the heart of Jesus. This is quoting Mother Teresa. Suffering has to come because if you look at the cross, he has got his head bending down. He wanted to kiss you and his both hands are open wide. He wants to embrace you and his heart is open wide to receive you. Then when you feel miserable inside. Look at the cross and you will know what happened. Suffering, pain, sorrow, humiliation, feelings of loneliness are nothing but the kiss of Jesus. A sign that you have come so close that he can kiss you. Do you understand brothers and sisters? Whoever may be, suffering, and pain, and humiliation, this is the kiss of Jesus. At times you come so close to Jesus on the cross that he can kiss you. I once told you this to a lady who was suffering very much. She answers, tell Jesus not to kiss me, and stop kissing me, that suffering has to come that come to the life of Our Lady, that came to the life of Jesus. It has to come in our lives also. Only never put it on a long face. Suffering is a gift from God. It is between you and Jesus alone. Today's prayer. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary. Help me to find the love of the heart of Jesus hidden in the darkness. Amen. God bless you all. And pray for those who may be suffering. And give them the knowledge of the kiss of Jesus. Pray for our suffering neighbors. That we could help them and guide them. Pray for those who feel they have to be paid on earth and don't help them. Pray they could understand the hidden rewards are much, much greater than any monetary value that we may receive on earth. Amen to that. And God bless you. And please, feel free, make a comment. Know uh, know that you're out there listening and someone cares.